Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to the Red Room, where we discuss everything random. Uh, today, I'd like to tell you a story. I'd like to tell you a story in relation to a current uh, trend in my podcast. It's it's dealing with cryptocurrency. But before you jump to conclusions, let me tell you: this isn't advice. This isn't news. This isn't projections. This is a story of how I became interested. Uh, it's it's a dive into my mind to see, you know, what clicked in my head and what got me interested and how I ended up here as an investor. Uh, if you'd like to hear that story, please uh, come back and join us after this short commercial break from our sponsors. Always wanted to get your MBA? What's the holdup? If this is a tuition fees, let me tell you, do I have a deal for you? At Gerard's MBA Institute, we've just slashed the entrance fee by 50%. That's right. It's now officially affordable to get your MBA, but you've got to do it now. Call before midnight to secure your space in our MBA program. It takes just one phone call, one year, and one heck of a lot of determination. Mention this commercial and receive an additional 20% off at the campus bookstore. The number to call is 555-5555. See you in September. All right, guys, and welcome back to the Red Room. I hope you enjoyed that short commercial break from our sponsors and you got yourself a drink a snack and a got yourself in a comfortable position as i told you today we're going to have the story of how i became interested in crypto hopefully this helps you understand why somebody might be interested or you know just enjoy the story my story um i guess i should start by giving you a bit of context of who i am my name is andrew i am a 33 year old hispanic male uh, not that it matters, but it, I guess I think it does help with context. Uh, and uh, maybe, you know, as we're as I said, I'm trying to dive deep into my mind here. Uh, there's a lot of reasons why I'm interested in this and why I do it. Uh, and I guess to start off, uh, I want to describe to you how I was as a child. Uh, I was always a very different child. I'm not going to say I was a nerd. You know, not that there's anything wrong with that. Nerds are the coolest people on earth. Uh, but... Uh, I was always very different. I was always into different things uh, growing up that most children weren't. You know, while most kids were out there playing with dirt, as I did as well at times, I was I was contemplating on what was dirt and, you know, where it came from and what you could do with it. That was my mind as a kid. I was always, I was very, very tactile with everything. Uh, I like I like to understand what it was made of and where it came from and what it could be used for. Uh, I was a, just to, to to narrow it down. I was always a very curious kid about everything. Um, so technology is something that I adapted very well to. Uh, even even though uh, my parents weren't technology savvy at all, I didn't have my first computer until I was about. 15 or 16 years old. It was a, a old computer from some company that just liquidated all of their old machines. And I, I got it from like the scrap, basically. Uh, that was my first computer. And then I got some nice, like brand new compact when I got a little bit of money and, you know, I, I had a job. But what I'm trying to get to here is I was always interested in technology, even though I was a first generation, like Mexican American now. Um, and I didn't have a lot to work with, uh, but somehow something in me always was kind of gravitated towards technology. And uh, 
that's kind of where my interest grew. Uh, you know, I was always a very curious kid about technology. And I think that that has helped me uh, to this very day. And it's helped me kind of get into this space. Uh, it all stemmed from the curiosity that I had as a child. Uh, but, you know, let's fast forward, you know, a decade. Uh, I think I became interested in this space back in like 2009, 2010. I'm not exactly sure when. But I know that the price at that time was about 220-ish dollars. I don't remember the specific number, but I think that's pretty close for being so long ago. Uh, so yeah, I remember reading about it and being extremely curious. Short commercial break, this part will be cut out, Andrew. Make sure to do that. 15 it was through an article. Uh, it was in some technology magazine. I couldn't tell you uh, what magazine it was. I wish I remembered uh, because, you know, that's what sparked my interest. I, you know, so I was at my mom's house. I remember that specifically, laying down on the couch and reading an article on uh, on my tablet or phone, one of the two, about Bitcoin and. I think something along the lines of, what is Bitcoin? And I was like, what the fuck is Bitcoin? Like, what is this? You know, like just the title alone kind of drew me in. So I started reading this article and it was uh, talking about this new currency that was digital and uh, was decentralized. And I didn't understand what the fuck that meant, uh, but I, it just... It mesmerized me. I read the whole article and then immediately after started doing like Google searches of like what is cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, how to buy Bitcoin, how to store Bitcoin. And uh, just like it snowballed immediately. And I'm, I mean, this was 2010, something like that. Um, I think Bitcoin was introduced in 2008. So I became interested slightly thereafter. Uh, um, irrelevant either way so I started doing like this like really quick research and uh, for those who know me you know that when I become interested in something like I just dive head first as deep as I can go with no regard for like consequence uh, or anything like that uh, but either way I dived in and I, I researched how to buy it and and then I was like okay I know how to buy it then like where do I put it and I didn't know anything uh, but I knew that I wanted it and uh, I learned about slightly about mining and I knew that I could buy it at some uh, website called coinbase uh, I think it was a thing actually back then because I remember coinbase uh, and knowing that you could purchase it through them I may be completely mistaken, but in my mind, that's how I remember it. Uh, I'll have to like fact check that here uh, afterwards to see if that was accurate or not. But also, uh, I knew that I needed a wallet for it. I remember reading how to store Bitcoin and uh, like I said, it was very sporadic uh, research or searches that I was doing to try to learn about this, this space that was like brand new and uh, I think I got as far as creating a wallet and I was totally overwhelmed by the process of just purchasing it through uh, a website. 
and so I, I looked into mining and I actually found a mining app for my Motorola flip-up QWERTY keyboard cell phone. So I started mining Bitcoin uh, through my cell phone. And I don't know what app I was using. I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew that I hit like run and like it would give me like Satoshis. I don't even remember what fraction of a Satoshi it would give me, you know, whether it was five, 10, 20, who knows? I might've been gotten a thousand. I don't remember. Uh, but don't take my word on that. I just, I don't, don't remember honestly. Uh, so I was doing that for a little bit and then I started looking into ATMs and I did some research on where the nearest ATM, Bitcoin ATM was, uh, uh, what the nearest ATM was to me. Uh, so, uh, there's this place downtown. Uh, I live in, in Texas. I live in Houston specifically and uh, George R. Brown had a Bitcoin ATM. And I just never managed to get there because it was kind of far away from where I stayed and I just was afraid of going downtown so I never took that journey and, and life occurrences happened and I never bought it. I mined very little of it and I had a wallet that was never like filled. Um, but that was that was back in 2010 or nine. And that, that was my initial taste of Bitcoin, although I never truly had any, but maybe a few Satoshis that I mined on my cell phone. Uh, and then from there, like I said, life happened and it that, that interest kind of went dormant. And I put it on the back burner and forgot about it and went and uh, had a life for, what, seven years? And a lot of things happened in between that time frame. So let's fast forward to 2017 and uh, by this time uh, a lot of things have happened in my life. I've uh, grown as a person, I've grown in my career, which I hate to call it that, but it is what it's become. Uh, and one day I hope to change that, but that is a different podcast altogether. Um, so yes, it's 2017, and throughout the years, I've looked into crypto pricing or Bitcoin pricing specifically because from 2010 to 2017, all I know is Bitcoin. I don't know that there's altcoins. I don't know that there's rival companies. I don't know that there's new companies. I don't know that the technology has improved and progressed as far as it has. So I check the price of Bitcoin sporadically every couple of months to every couple of years and I see it go from 200 and I'm like 400 I'm like crap I should have bought it at four, uh, 200 and then I'm like oh shit it's you know $800 like what so like when did this happen where have I been oh my god it's a thousand dollars and I'm like man I missed out I'm never going in and then I look in uh, December of 2017 and it is currently, you know, February 2nd of 2018. So this is a couple of months ago. And uh, I look at the price and I'm like $19,000. Holy fuck. What did I didn't do? Like I went into full blown FOMO. For those who know what that means, you get it. For those who don't, FOMO is fear of missing out. I'm like, I missed out. Like, I need to get on this train right now. And then, so I, I just, I'm like, 
how to buy Bitcoin. And the whole process starts over again because I never truly learned anything when I first started. I just knew and learned about like digital currency. Like that's all I knew that it existed. And now it's 2017 and it's blown the fuck up. And I could have been a fucking millionaire. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm still a very like basic, you know, retail worker. Um, and that's what I do. I do retail, um, management. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, I, I got that accomplishment in life. I do make a little extra bucks than your average retail worker. Uh, but let's not get sidetracked. That's another podcast. Uh, so, uh, yes, it's through the roof now. And I'm like, I need to buy. So I started doing research all over again, like I mentioned, and I'm like, okay, I, it, it all leads back to buy through Coinbase. And that was the easiest thing to do. That is the easiest thing to do back then. That is the easiest thing to do now. The only difference is I was really committed this time. So I decided I'm going to follow through through this whole process. So I go through the process of opening a Coinbase account and uh, it took me over a week. Like I was determined. I kept getting rejected over and over and over. And I was like, fuck that Bitcoin. You're going to sell me. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Fuck you, Coinbase. You're going to sell me uh, Bitcoin. So I applied and applied and reapplied and I finally got my uh, application verified or not even a, a verified, but I got it like accepted. So I get an account open and now I had to like verify my identity and they're like asking for like a copy of my ID and you know, then I had to wait for like deposits to the account and it was like, doesn't matter. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get some uh, Bitcoin. So after I do it all, I finally bought some Bitcoin, about a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin. And uh, that was my introduction and my foot in, in, in the door to this space. Uh, my, my current portfolio consists of several different coins from uh, very different price points, you know, from cents each, a few cents each to a couple hundred dollars each. Uh, so I've uh, managed to learn how to purchase various coins through exchanges and uh, Coinbase as well. And uh, Robinhood, which is a new app that is out, that is uh, very soon going to go live as far as uh, letting you buy cryptocurrency. Uh, but yeah, you know, that's uh, I'm going to leave it short and uh, we can continue the story at another time. But I just wanted to give you an insight to how I became interested. And uh, I hope you enjoyed that, that, that story and I hope it inspires you to become an investor as well. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening.